0: what's up everybody welcome to the log on games podcast i hope because it counted down weird but that's okay (laughs) uh on this episode we are going to be talking about starfield and it's out kind of um you'll have to explain that to me yeah, it's out if you have early access, which oh, is hundred dollars okay, okay. to get, and you get it five days early. So, but reviews are out, and uh, we're gonna talk about it and uh, find out what the deal is. You know what I mean? Um, also, we got some Elder Scrolls Six news, and there's a bunch of news that we may or may not touch on. Like we had a uh, Mario Wonders direct today, but oh, I mean, shoot, I didn't see that if I, I i was looking at it and i was like i find this hard to talk about i mean it's mario 2d you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. not to downplay it little, player, but you know <laughs> it's not i would say it's like mario td or 2d like but better you know somewhere mm. in between it, it's I mean, fun. it looks it's really be good, a good time but yeah. i was like you know it, it's mario <laughs> uh, we also have some persona 3 news we might touch on um but with me today for the last time, just
1: for, for two weeks, everybody. For two just weeks, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I pop up in those two weeks. Um, that would be pretty insane. Well, well, we'll see if we can uh, <laughs> figure that out. <laughs> but,
0: yeah, uh, you can find him at Brown Berserker in Japan in the next two weeks. We have Andrew with us on the podcast. Hey, All right, Andrew. Andrew what's what are you most excited about for this current trip where are we going what are we doing what's the what's the top of our radar look like
1: uh for me it's um we're staying in a town before uh right below mount fuji so to six. just to just look up and see that scale of that thing in front of me like me we'll see if i shed a tear and then uh, the first two days that we're there were in a, a place called Yakushima, and it's basically there's a forest there that inspired the movie Princess Mononoke. If anybody's seen that, so nice, stoked. I once uh, had a fan of my
0: music send me a postcard from Mount Fuji. That's as close as I've ever been. Oh, to Japan. dude, that's
1: so sick. I'm. I was like, this was in Mount Fuji, and I'm not. That's cool started sniffing the card? just So I, I'm a big sniffer.
0: I don't know if you know this about me. Got this big old honking nose right here. Love sniffing stuff. I was talking recently to some people. I was like, when y'all get like a new thing in the mail, mainly like electronics, like you get a new computer or a new phone or headphones or whatever, do you just like just inhale the package like I do? Like as soon as I open that thing, I just smell it. It smells so
1: good uh i'm gonna say i'm gonna i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say it's more of like a second hand action you know like i'm already doing the thing and i just kind of catch mm. the air and i'm like smells new i like it no it's like it's like you throw the, the number one, on the floor and just sniff the yes package. i have <laughs> to
0: smell it before i like unwrap the product i smell the box because you have to do it like right when you open it to get like the full effect you know interesting
1: I didn't, like they, it, I didn't know there people that actively do that. I, I get it. I get it.
0: I just got some new headphones here. These are the okay. Steel Series Nova Pro. Oh, still smells good. Uh, <laughs> um, these actually work. I got the Xbox version, so they work on PlayStation and Xbox. So I don't have to have two different headsets now, which is nice. Um, okay, I was about
1: to ask you, how many headsets do you have? You have the Sonys? You have what's on your head. Are those the Sonys? So... No, oh, these are just Bose. These are
0: Bose that I bought for my wife for Christmas four four years ago. Headphones, big headphones. Well, I got these for my wife like four years ago. Okay, and then about three years ago, we got a pair of AirPods in with like whatever new iPhone came out. Okay, and she has she has not touched these since she got AirPods. So now I just use them for podcasting. That's about it. (laughs)
1: See, that was, that was my case. I got the, when the 13 came out, uh, the iPhone 13, I got the 13 pro and it came with pro, uh, earpods. So that was the first time I've ever used them. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I haven't bought anything since. Um, console wise, I'm a console boy because he knows the best place to play games. Um,
0: the most stable place. (laughs) I'm a stable guy. (laughs) Um, for since I don't really remember the PS3 Xbox era. Because a lot of, honestly, a lot of that time was just using whatever headphones came in the box. You remember? Yes. old Xbox yes. 360. I used that thing for like a decade. Um, but for PS3 and, I mean, for PS4 and uh, Xbox One, you had to have two different headphones. Like they just weren't compatible. Yeah. With each other. Unless you had some, unless you're using like the Apple headphones you just wired in or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um. Same for the new consoles, which is just fantastic. You know what I mean? Xbox has its own, specifically Series X Bluetooth for the console. Doesn't work on anything else. Only Series X. That's ridiculous. Why? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Um, PlayStation decided this time around to just use the normal Bluetooth. Same as a PC or a Mac or whatever. So, I can't really show it to the camera because it's hooked up. this new steel series the nova pro they call it has one of the little little dock thingies it has like settings and crap on it and it has a normal usb and an xbox usb on the back if you buy the xbox version so if you buy the playstation version or the pc version it just has two normal usb c's on the back so uh, i got the xbox version so i can just use this one anyways circling (laughs) back (laughs) <laughs> I'm selling my other two headphones because I have no use for them anymore. Um, and I still have the
1: original boxes. And so I opened and smelled those before I sent them off. Okay. I tell you what, they that's pretty phone. hardcore that you still have the boxes. Cause like that's a huge selling point, I think, for a lot of people when you have that's the original package them. with it. When I bought, so when the first consoles
0: first came out, I bought the Steel Series, whatever, that was for PS5. And then I bought just the Xbox branded wireless headset for Xbox. And kept the boxes because I knew. As soon as I get, as soon as a beefy big boy headset comes out, for these things, I'm gonna get it. I didn't expect for it to be three years after the consoles came out, <laughs> three and a half years. Yeah, because I I figured like the Astro A50s or something would be like, all right, here's our big refresh for the new things, but they just haven't done it. Mm. So, and apparently, these came out last year. Shout out to listener of the show, friend of the show, friend of my, in my life, uh, Andrew Monroe, another Andrew, of course. Uh, we rule like, the
1: world, man. We rule the we world. We were
0: talking about headsets on one episode or something. And he texted me. He's like, listening to the podcast, just so you know, the big Steel Series Pro works for both Xbox and PlayStation. And I was like, what? I just assumed. Game changer. That was a dream that would never come true for me. So I just stopped paying <laughs> attention. No, that's uh, awesome. But nevertheless, here we are. Here we are. But yeah, smell it. I smelled it when I opened it. You can smell it now. It's not as smelly now. You know, you got to get the box. New iPhones come out next month. We have the plan where we just swap them out as soon as I open that box. Just the biggest sniff. If those things give you cancer, I will have cancer. So (laughs) that's how much. Wow. Sniff things. Wow. Last week, we talked about waffles. This week, we talked about sniffing things. Sniffing, yeah, packages. <laughs> <Sniffing. laughs> <laughs> that needs to be the TikTok this week. We'll just, <laughs> how do you feel about sniffing packages? Anyways, uh, you're going to be gone for two weeks, Tokyo.
1: Excited. Are you going to do a blog this time? A vlog? You're going to vlog yeah. it this time around? So the, the problem is I always document. The problem is when I get back how long it takes me to actually edit it. Cause like yeah. I'll usually start editing and I'll get like whatever, three, uh, three videos in. And then mm-hmm. for some reason I just fall off. But this is, I think this, these are videos that I think people will want to see because like, you know, most people fantasize about Japan, especially all the weebs. So I, I'm, I, I'm i am going to be doing a lot of filming, a lot of pictures. And uh, yes, I will be uh, vlogging per se. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, all right, well let's get to the boring stuff. This is the log on games podcast. It is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a <laughs> variety of gaming news topics from new games, big announcements, events, and more. New episodes upload every Friday on Apple Podcast Spotify. i I just had this thought I'm sorry, I have to stop mid go here because I'm just gonna check something. Gonna check. The Tokyo Game show. <laughs> is September the 21st through the 24th. So you're just going to bear. Oh,
1: dude. The well, the thing is, though, even if it was happening while I was there, I don't even know. Can the public go to that? Because I would I try. So. Oh, okay. I think so. It, God, it'd be, definitely be so sick, have... dude. Dude, you know the free swag there has got to be nuts. Nuts.
0: Off the chain, they say.
1: <laughs> if I go to the Tokyo Game
0: Show website, they would. that could have been our first, you know, log on games is at... A show and it just happens to be the Tokyo <laughs> Game Show. I know that'd be out crazy. Right? That'd be um, crazy. I think I can. I can't really see anything. A lot of this is in Japanese. Um either way, maybe we'll get some persona news out of that. That's what I'm hoping for. Persona. 6, maybe. You know. Um this show is brought to you by Zencaster.com. If you've ever wanted to start a podcast, if you want to switch your podcasting production to something, honestly, that's a lot easier to deal with uh, as far as my experience with podcasting goes. Uh, you can upload it on here. You can put your RSS feed on here and upload it to the world. You can edit video, audio, do all the production side of things, or you can do what we do, which is just do the video and then edit everything and, and logic. Um but you can do 1080p, you can do 4K, you can do the whole nine, up to 12 people can be on one podcast at a time. Um, if you are looking to start or continue and switch, you can go to zencastercom backslash pricing and use our code LOGONGAMES. It's all one word, lowercase, games. or you can just put it in the promo code when you check out. You will get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid. Follow us at Log on Games on X. Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> TikTok, threads, wherever it is that you want, that you are, we are also there. You can follow us over there. Um, and you can subscribe to us over on
1: YouTube.com backslash at Log on Games. Do it. Lots of content. Andrew, a
0: game came out kind of today. Starfield. It's kind of a big deal. We've been talking about it for years at this point. Yeah, have you seen any reviews or anything? Just curious, uh, just IGN. That's it. So, interesting fact GameSpot and IGN both gave it a seven out of 10, which is the first thing I saw was, was a GameSpot tweet or something like that. Seven out of 10. I went, uh oh, that's the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, uh oh, forget this thing's gonna be in the 70s. This is supposed to be the greatest RPG of all time. Went to Metacritic. <laughs> A little bit better. It's sitting at an 87 on Metacritic right now. Okay. Meta score. So I was like, that's interesting that GameSpot gave it a 7. IGN gave it a 7. But it's sitting at an 87. So I was like, let's do some deep dive. 56 reviews over on IGN.com. There's a lot of hundreds. And a lot of these are Generation Xbox, Somos Xbox, Mondo Xbox, Xbox Addict. So it's like, oh, okay, so
1: these are user, user just user scores? No, these
0: are, these are uh, media scores. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So I'm just saying a lot of the perfect scores here that are bringing it up are all Xbox-branded sites. But we do have, mm. like, Attack of the Fanboy gave it 100. IGN Spain gave it 100 or 10 out of 10. Gaming Bible, 10 out of 10. Washington Post, 10 out of 10. Good Game old rate, Washington Post. So there are – it's not just Xbox people, but they're – uh, there is a lot of them I just bring it up the score. Um, so I was going like, what are the ones that I know? Because you know? like we've said in the past, for me, this just isn't my type of game. Like Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, Witcher. Like I, in my brain, anytime I've played these, I'm like, oh, I'm going to love this game. I'm going to throw myself in and then it's just too freaking big. I'm doing too many things at one time and then I'll play it for, you know, like 20 hours and then I'll just hop off because I'm just like, I don't even know what to do.
1: So, what so this, differentiates these games to, say, Breath of the Wild to you?
0: Breath of the Wild, I <laughs> first of all, I didn't know what I was getting into. When I played <laughs> Breath of the Wild. I was expecting just a normal Zelda game. Gotcha. Um, so, but the good thing about Breath of the Wild is you, you do kind of know what to do once you get going. Like... Mm. Whether it's through the game or through friends talking or you're watching videos or whatever. I knew it was like, okay, I got to kill the three beast things and then I can go. That'll give me the best chance to kill Ganon or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So after I kind of hit my exploration point, I think I played Zelda for like 40 hours. Which to me is like the sweet spot for a quote-unquote big game. Just for all Andrew over here that doesn't want to spend 150 No, hours. no, no, I agree. Unless I agree. it's like an MMO or something like that. yeah. So, I did, you know, as many, a lot of that time was just like logging on, doing whatever I want to do. And then I hit the point of just like, okay, I've done all the things that I've wanted to do. I've explored, I've done all the little dungeon things, I'm say all of them. I've done as many as I wanted to do. And I was yeah, like, yeah, now yeah. let's just kill the beast and beat the game kind of thing. Um, but normally, if I know that it's a big game like this, like for example, I love Ghost of Tsushima. But even that game was hard for me to like power through at like once I hit that wall. I was like, okay, I'm just only doing the story missions now. That's all I'm going to do. Um, But it's still like that game about 40 hours, like the,
1: the sweet spot. But, I mean, know. that's the great thing, right? Like, if you want to just do the story of like any game, I mean, you can just do that, be done with it, and walk away, you know? Yeah. You don't have to do everything. Thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but but Ghost is obviously not games like Ghost or like Horizon or Spider Man yeah, or whatever. Yeah. They're not being like this is a gigantic open world. You can yeah. do whatever you want kind of thing. Um, so I wasn't like really interested too much in this game. But I mean, it's on Game Pass. I have Game Pass. I have Series X. So I was like, I'll probably download it and just like try it out maybe. Uh, but I was like, I wanted to look at the reviews from the people that I kind of. Trust being like the GameSpot or the IGNs or like Game mm-hmm. Informer gave it an 85. Um So I'm we've we've talked about this game on the podcast before. We did our uh, predictions of what we thought were gonna be game of the year a couple like what a month ago or something like that. And we put yeah. Starfield on here simply for the hype of like this is the best, this is gonna be the best bethesda rpg of all time and if it's the best bethesda rpg of all time that means it's beating out skyrim elder scrolls fallout like those are the games that's beating out so sitting at an 87 on metacritic right now i've watched some reviews today but from what i've seen even from the people that like the game i don't think this is going to be a game of the year nominee at the end of the year which is the surprising part to me not yeah. saying it's a bad game by any means. Eighty-seven on Metacritic is really, really high. But we'll go back. As far as the games that will be for like game of the year right now, like Resident Evil Four, Diablo, Street Fighter Six, even Sea of Stars. There could be one of those indie darlings that came out. Those are just like the recent games. Like those are all yeah, yeah. 90s. So, um, what are your thoughts from what you've seen so far, Starfield?
1: Um, okay, so personally. I don't think it's done anything to make me want to play it. I am, I'm curious. I'm going to use the word curious. Um, I don't think this is going to be the next, um, Skyrim, you know, we're not going to see 10 versions of this and it's going to be played on like an Alexa and a refrigerator. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't think this is going to leave that impact. And for me, I keep comparing no man's sky to this game and no man's sky is like, you know, it's it's unlimited universes and planets and, and all that jazz. And, you know, I've heard there's some backlash with like the planets on this game and all that, but I don't know the the fine details and everything. Mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, the gunplay and all that jazz. But I guess I'm a little... I don't know if I want to say I'm surprised that uh, the reviews are all over the place. That kind of happens here and there, I guess. Like, I just don't feel this is leaving the Baldur's Gate. Uh, yeah, yeah impact but i think with Baldur's gate the difference is you have a game like this you have a game like cyberpunk where the hype level is so high you expect this right whereas yeah. Baldur's gate people are hearing this name they're like what's that what's that what's that and then people start showing footage and then it just builds and builds and builds and builds and then the hype level just goes through the roof so there's a different you know there's a different place to start from the bottom versus starting at the top you know when people expect this and you know maybe people got this and more, but then maybe people thought they were getting this and got this, and they were like, "I mean it's cool, but like, ah, uh. yeah, yeah." So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, will people be talking about Starfield a month and a half from now? That's that's the thing. That,
1: I'm I don't looking think so. at our.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. I don't think so. I think I'm again not saying it's a bad game by any means. Yeah, exactly. I may play it and fall in love it. it may be my favorite game of all time. Who knows? But yeah, the hype level was there of like what you said, even like an anthem. I know it's a, a different type of game, but for some reason that e the e 3 where anthem was, people were just like, "Oh my gosh," their minds were blown. I was like, "We've seen like <laughs> a minute and a half of gameplay of this game, people." was calm, let's calm down for a second, but they're like, no, this yeah, is like no. I, I was Iron gonna... <laughs> Man Destiny, but it's this is going to 10 out of 10 game of the year. Same as the hype level around this game. So yeah. And I think that's why we're seeing the mixed reviews because the Xbox fanboys that are, have been hyping it up for two years, they're they were gonna give this a 10 out of 10 no matter what. But then also like because of the hype when people play it the disappointing things kind of are louder. Does that yes. makes sense. Like, yeah, I watched it. I've only watched one video review and they're basically telling like the inventory <clears throat> system is just poopy. Um, the story and a lot similar to like breath of the Wild, Like this game just doesn't tell you where to, what to do a lot. It doesn't hold your hand. Like, hardly ever so like i don't know if i'd say that's a negative but yeah yeah um but for some people it would be similar yes that's just that's just a preference or whatever so when you get those people that are like all the inventory stinks and like i wanted to play the story because i'm reviewing this game and i'm trying to not play this for 150 hours trying to play it for 50 hours beat it and be able to review it and i'm not being able to figure out where to go i think It, it part plays a part in it as well um The thing that I'm most curious about of why I actually might download it and play it uh, whenever it comes out next Tuesday or whatever is because I want to see how it feels at 30 frames a second on the Xbox. That's my (laughs) most that's the most curious thing in my brain. It's like, how's this game? They've been like, listen, it's 30 frames. It's fine. It's going to run smooth. You won't be able to tell. That is what I'm curious about for me.
1: So those are words I never thought would ever be uttered in this current generation. <laughs> I want to play because it it's 30 frames per second.
0: <laughs> well, when they're like, when the whole, when it came out and I was like, we talked about it on here, like you got to be kidding me. And they're like, trust me, it's smooth at 30 frames. You don't have to worry about it. Like, All right, well, I kind of want to try it just for an hour just to see if it clicks with me in a certain way and how it runs at 30 frames. Because like, Most of the games that I play most of the time, even though I am on console, are at 120 frames. Like, I play Overwatch a lot. Overwatch, Rocket League, Sea of Thieves are the three games that I've been playing over the last, like, month consistently. And all three of those games are 120 for me. So, it's been a while since I've played anything at 30. So, I'm just curious to know how smooth is it, you know? You'll adjust. Even when I play God of War... Yeah, even when I played God of War, the performance mode on that didn't hit 120, but it hits like 75 on average. Like anywhere between like seventy to like eighty-five kind of where yeah. it lands. And it was really pretty, let me tell you. That being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something here. And I'm gonna note I'm gonna note that this happened on August the thirty first.
1: I'm Going he, into our talking? game
0: of the year guesses, which we had Starfield on, at number two, I'm taking it off the list, and I'm putting
1: Baldur's oh. Gate three. I'm putting Baldur's Gate three on the in in its place. So, um, I know that Matthew didn't play it uh, because of a lack of interest, but when we were talking about game of the year when Elden Ring came out. And I was talking about the impact on the industry. It did how a Souls-like game became so big that like your everyday gamers was picking up on it, and it just Mm -hmm. got larger than life. That's why I feel Baldur's Gate is another one of those games that I think will is going to leave more social impact than Starfield, personally. Because it's a it's it's a more niche genre that's getting uh, a lot more attention than it was originally anticipating. Whereas Starfield, you know, I mean, nothing against it, but like whatever. If you if you know Bethesda, you know Bethesda, you know it's a first person shooter. Whatever you can travel, da 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 da. But when you tell an average person on the street, like. Hey, you want to play a game where you roll a die and that determines your like choices and how you attack? Yeah. <laughs> Most people would be like, nah. But when you when these people are on social media watching all these videos that people are experiencing, it's like, "Oh wow. That looks fun. That looks cool." Yeah. Like there's more I think there's more intrigue in in the in the niche stuff and that's why I think Baldur's Gate has done something just like completely unexpected whereas like I said Starfield is ex expecting everyone's expecting so much and or maybe too much and it's not living up to that and i think that's why it's going to die faster personally but
0: yeah um just talking game of the year at the end of the year i the people that vote for game of the year which is all media outlets from all across the world most of them are in the u.s but there are actually i think half of them are in the u.s and then the other half is like spread throughout the world Yeah. So percentage-wise, most of them are in the U.S. And I'm thinking the kinds of outlets like GameSpot, IGN, kind of funny, people that I watch that I know have votes. And when November, mid-November, whenever they have to have their final votes in, the games that they're actually going to vote for. And when a game like Starfield is getting mostly eight, eight and a half, nine out of tens, which is really good, obviously. That's what we want, especially for the, for Xbox. Like, they need a game that's like this. In a year that has so many freaking ten out of tens. I just don't think that it's going to make
1: the final list unless, like, our list right now. I think it'll Starfield make out. top five guaranteed. I, I think Zelda's taking it this year, personally, but. We'll see.
0: Yeah. And honestly, I think we might need to revise our Game of the Year. (laughs) Because as of now, okay, but what it was when we started this podcast was Tears of the Kingdom, Starfield, Spider-Man 2, Diablo 4, and Mario. I forgot about (laughs) Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gosh, Um, dude. (laughs) I think it's safe to say that Baldur's Gate 3 is going to be one of the games. I'd be pretty shocked at this point if it's not one of the games.
1: Yeah, what's happened for me is, like, you have, like, Starfield and Baldur's Gate, and it's, like, it's done this. Yeah. It's teetered. Like, where I thought Starfield, like like I said, I haven't played Starfield. You know, like, it, mm-hmm. it, I'm sure it's it, it might blow my mind. But based on reception and impact, gaming yeah. impact, it's teetered. Like, I didn't expect Baldur's Gate to come up here, and now Starfield, to me, I think is going to be shadowed by... The impact of that of that being said
0: diablo 4 we have on our list which diablo 4 started way up here but <laughs> but since has not so when people vote are they going to be like diablo 4 is not in the conversation because i played it for the two weeks that it was really really good and then when the season started dropping i just didn't well here
1: this is the way i look at diablo though like do you look at it from the longevity standpoint or do you look at it as the experience you had from level one to level 60 in that campaign and the builds you made and the things you did was that as a whole just an amazing experience because for me so, it was yes for
0: me it was as well yeah. and if we had a vote we pro- we probably have diablo 4 on, on our vote but i'm ta- i'm thinking about the people that are voting actually yes 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 and they play a, a lot more games than we do and i feel like when it comes into the year, they're going to see diablo 4 and they're going to be like oh wow i remember that game that was really fun but i think it plays a part that not a lot of, not as many people are playing it now
1: yeah i get that first month. i get that
0: um so that's that's an interesting one to me like do we see like sea of stars is beloved indie game it just came I out i really so want to that sitting at a 90 right now on metacritic I want to play yeah, that we'll more Starfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a game like this, or maybe there's going to be another indie game, you know, before November, that hits, that's going to be more recent, so people are going to have it in their brain more, to put that in there instead of like a Diablo or a Starfield or something like that. Yeah. So, right now for me, Tears, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Mario Wonder. I mean, it's a Mario game. Well, oh, the RE remake was this year, right? Yeah. I think the five spot is is going to be the one that's going to be battling it out. Between the Resident Evil 4 remake, even like Dead Space remake.
1: Oh, shoot. Um, that was this year, right? <laughs> yeah. Starfield, oh Diablo
0: 4. Like, these are the games I think are going to be battling it out for number five. And I don't know. I mean, Diablo could also come out with a se- their next season that lands in October or whatever, and it could like blow the
1: doors off and people would be back you know so yeah i hate that the longevity uh factor is a factor here because you you look at games like uh let's say god of war or even zelda or horizon those are games that most people will play through the campaign be it 20 30 hours and just never play it again but the impact it left on them was enough for them to be like no that's my game of the year So it's funny that we keep talking about Diablo and they come out with a new season and it's mind-blowing. Whereas, like I was saying, you know, well, we can't just focus on our campaign experience and say, oh, that was amazing enough for me to feel that this is game of the year. So it's it's, 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 it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah.
0: There's so many games to come as well that could like Alan Wake 2 could be giant. Is that this year? Lies. Yeah, in October. Oh, my God. Lies of P
1: could be giant. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 1. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, What a year. My gosh. What a I'm year.
0: Still, I mean, Forza comes out October 10th. If that's a 10 out of 10 racing game, then
1: that could happen. Lords of the Fallen. Nah. Sonic Superstars. You know. Nah. The new Mario is definitely could be a contender for sure. Um and I think that's about it cuz some of these games
0: come out like Call of Duty, I don't think it's going to have anything. Um and we're still like Hogwarts Legacy could still, you know, make this list. That's see, also I forgot that was this year. See, this, that like. game was so good. Like So I I really don't see Starfield based on what we're seeing today just of public perception talking mid-November when everybody puts in their final votes for game of the year. Yeah is going to be able to make it, which I think is slightly disappointing compared to the hype. Similar to, I mean, this is, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk was a disaster. Over, Cyberpunk I was think- an absolute disaster. Cyberpunk was getting like four, threes and fours out of ten.
1: Yeah, no, I think Starfield's in, in much better shape for what they're giving us compared to what happened with Cyberpunk. 100%. Yeah.
0: And any other given year, besides this year, Starfield's might even win the game of the year so that just tells you how crazy this year is but uh i'm still ex- uh, i say excited i'm uh i will probably download it at some point just to see how it runs at 30 frames a second
1: if it runs might mid- be game of the year i don't see why not <laughs> <laughs> um oh my god but yeah
0: i will download it and play it and if, if In the hour that I'm just testing out the 30 frames and making my character, I just happen to be like, this game's awesome, and I keep playing it, and great. But it's not my type of game to begin with, so I'm not worried about it. But sitting at an 87 on Metacritic, this is what Xbox needs. Like a Forza can land at an 87 on Metacritic as well. Hellblade, Down the Road, uh fable avowed if these scans can all land between the 80 and 90 on metacritic and they can finally start building something hopefully in 60 frames uh that's that's the start that they want yeah so when i say the start the start of something that hasn't been xbox's past
1: yeah for sure
0: we also got some other news today or yesterday and staying in the Bethesda world. um, According to a Bethesda head of publishing, Pete Hines, who did an interview with Spanish gaming news site Vandal, said currently everybody in all of, everybody in all our studios are focusing on making Starfield, which releases September 6th for those who aren't paying early, uh, which is $100 to
1: play it five days early, which is just God. Man, there's there's games that do this. Well, I mean it's like a but, it's like a, a collector's edition or a premium edition, right? It comes yeah, yeah, with yeah. extra stuff, so it's not yeah, yeah. Yeah. Remnant did the same thing. It was like seventy dollars.
0: Most sporting games do this a week early or whatever for their hundred, hundred and fifty dollar versions, whatever. I just think it's it something. Um <laughs> however, he made it clear that there are some developers currently working on the Elder Scrolls 6. But that fans shouldn't expect to hear news anytime soon about about or any news about the game anytime soon. He said over time more information will be revealed about that news. Oh gosh. I don't know if I'm
1: reading this wrong, so I have contacts (laughs) for the first time in like six months. I was I was kind of like when we started this, I was like, yo, where's his glasses? Um (laughs) the glasses that I've been
0: wearing, the frames are plastic, and they're like falling off my head. And I took them to get Titan and they were like, We've tightened them all we can. So I'm like, okay. Time to go back to context for a little bit. Anyways, I don't know if I'm reading this wrong or (laughs) but I'm gonna like actually pay attention this time. Fans shouldn't expect to hear news anytime soon about the game anytime soon. So I'm not crazy. They say anytime soon. Wow. Twice. (laughs) He said over time more information will be revealed and that the news about the game won't come out until it's a few years after Starfield's launch. So he did say anytime soon, or at least I typed it twice. I'm not too crazy right now. Um, But yeah, it's it's in development, but it's in early development. That's what he says. So Elder Scrolls fans, you can rejoice. You've
1: actually yeah, finally so heard I'm gonna, something I'm say about two this game besides here. One, I love when... Any type of update is given for any game because, mm-hmm. you know, there's one thing to leave, uh, you know, players in the dark, but to give them updates here and there. Cool. We saw that logo a long time ago. We never heard anything. And now it's like, OK, cool. It's in development. So, you know, thumbs up for that. The, the negative side of that is, I mean, we're not going to see this for like five, six years. So, yeah, <laughs> Like best case
0: scenario. This is like a launch title for the next gen consoles. That's safe. That's safe. like Yes. Not necessarily a launch trial, Like The consoles come out the beginning of November, and this game drops at the end of November. You know what I mean? you People yes. are buying it yes. though, and being like, oh, buddy, yep. here we go. It's going to be on Switch 4. Um, Yeah, I agree. We're not going to see this for quite some time, but if you're yeah. an Elder Scrolls fan, I mean, how long has it been since we saw the logo? It's been like two
1: years, right? At least. Well, I mean, let's put... Uh, what I'm curious about is... How long ago Skyrim came out, and now this is the 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 next one in that series? Like that's a gap. Yeah, that is a gap. <laughs> it's a Starfield size gap. One would. Say. My gosh. <laughs> um.
0: Last story I want to touch on because me and Andrew here are Persona
1: boys. You know what I mean. Andrew's uh, going to Japan. Persona at least, five boys. Okay, at least. I, I'm a, I'm a noob. So I've played Persona one on PSP never completed it, and I've played Persona 5. I want to play Persona 3 Remake that's coming out. Was Is it called Reloaded? Yeah, so yeah, I have... I do want to play that. I do want to play that. An article from GameSpot.com.
0: Um, I'm not going to read this whole thing. I read it earlier. Uh, it's Persona 3 Reload Preview. So apparently they played it at, I guess, Gamescom probably. Okay. Uh, they played two 15-minute demos that were mainly... Uh, combat related. So I'm going to read a little bit of this. Uh, It says, I played through two separate demos, each of which took about 15 minutes to complete. These sections featured two unique scenarios, both focused on combat rather than braving the perils of high school and navigating relationships. Unfortunately, this means we'll have to wait just a bit longer to preview any changes there. Uh, And to start shamelessly complimenting, I'm not going to pretend to pronounce these people's names, but I digress. (laughs) In the first demos tasked with doing some good old-fashioned dungeon crawling alongside um Kree <laughs> and Junpei. That one sounds better. Uh, <laughs> which are essentially Persona 3's version of Yosuke and Chie or Ryuji and Aan. Uh, this okay. played out much like any of uh, any other Persona game and consisted largely of me scouting out floors, picking up items, and attempting to land surprise attacks on enemies detonated by small glowing dots on my mini-map. Compared to the second demo, this one was quite exhilarating, but that's not to say I didn't notice several exciting upgrades and details my time with it. Most notable changes made to Persona 3's combat feature. Uh, Persona 3 featured AI controlled party members, which, as you imagine, didn't always work out the best. Reload features or follows Persona 3's portable suit and allows player to take control of the entire party. This level of control makes significantly less tedious and frustrating for battles. Additionally, Persona 5's modern smooth and dynamic combat shines through in reload, uh, which now features its own version of 5's baton pass system. Attack animations and victory screens are also more stylized and fluid, with waves of blue and punches of brighter accent colors, making the game quite the visual treat. Like I said, there's a lot more to this if you want to go on gamespot.com and read it, but it seems to me like everything that I would want out of a Persona 3 remake, because I have not played Persona 3. When my first Same. Persona game was Persona 4 Golden on the PS Vita, I played the
1: crap out of it over over and over and then we're that's a a high standard so for them for them to to come out with five uh, after playing uh, four that's quite a feat so
0: yes everything I've seen about this game uh, makes me excited trying to find the release date oh it also says which also makes me excited Um, 30 minutes is far too short of a time to determine the merit of a 60 plus hour game that's it. That's what we want right there. I don't need 150. 60? Dude, can... seriously. 60? <laughs> oh, right. oh, good. And that's, I would assume, like, you know, if you're following mainly the story, you want to do other things that can last a lot longer. Yeah,
1: for uh, sure. Which you know, I do want to do other things. Let me tell you. I do like that they've established a style uh, with P5 and... <laughs> The fact that that style was so like just latched onto and loved that they're like okay cool so like when we do the previous remakes let's like put that style on it too yeah, and it yeah. looks it looks sick it looks so cool the colors everything man I love that whole aesthetic so much. Persona 3 Reload is slated to release February the second,
0: two thousand twenty four on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Is that um is that a Game Pass? I think so. Lucky. I don't know that for certain, but the past ones have been when, when they announced them. I know when they announced just like, I want to play that on over, the deck. All the courts on. I, I think that on the deck, would that's be a sick. deck game. You know, that's a deck. game. But it's definitely a de- deck game <laughs> or by February. Who knows? Maybe it's a switch Two game. No, it doesn't even say it's coming to the switch. So it's definitely a, a... all right. That's all the news I have. We can talk about Japan for another ten minutes if you want to, but any final thoughts so you're gonna be gone for two weeks yes sir get get your final thoughts out now, just get it all if you got something you've been holding
1: back now's the time. I haven't I mean it's just uh, I, uh final thoughts what in you, general what are you planning on playing on the airplane, for example. Um, so I actually, a, uh, friend was very generous enough to have an extra copy of Disco Elysium and Ooh, I've heard nice. nothing but good things about that. And he gave me a free steam code. So I might dive into that. I have a bunch of other like, uh, smaller indie games to play on the deck. Uh, I've, I've re-dipped back into Slay of the Spire again. I've beaten that game like four or five times, but I think, um, that game I'm going to be list- I'm going to be catching up on my podcast and just playing my card games, you know? So, yep. nice yep. maybe you should just get persona 4 golden and play that I'm listen listen listen. I'm, gonna be real with, <laughs> I'm, listen I'm gonna be real with you we've been talking about persona for the last like whatever 10 15 20 minutes and I'm like dude what if I got golden like I could just dive into that you, on that plane <laughs> a thousand percent a thousand like I would just percent. get, you will get like, sucked in the 14 hour flight just might be a blur if I start an RPG <laughs> <laughs> If you, you know,
0: if you're six hours in and you're like, man, this flight is taking forever. I I can't, I can't, I have to figure out something here. Just get Persona 4 Golden then, you know.
1: Because then, like you said, next thing you know, you've landed. It's true. Well, see, the other thing too is like, uh, I'm also a big One Piece fan. And uh, last night at midnight, the uh, Netflix show came out, the live action. So Mm -hmm. I actually have all of that downloaded too. So like, I'm going to, between, I'm going to be gaming and watching that, like, in that have, game, you, so. have you watched any of it? Have you seen any reviews of it? I have not seen any of it. I've seen one trailer and I am part of a fan group on Facebook and everyone is giving it a thumbs up and that it has broken the streak of bad anime live action adaptions. That's what I've heard. Interesting. Interesting. Let's, That's what, what I've was, heard. So. I haven't heard anything. Else, I think it looks cool personally. And like if I get hate for that, whatever. Uh, but the cast behind it seems very passionate, uh, in interviews and very grateful to be where, uh, they were chosen to take on those roles. So, uh, and you know, I'm also open to like different interpretations of like, Mm -hmm. you know, different media, but I think they, uh, from what I've seen and heard, they've stuck pretty close to the source material. So I'm excited. So I'm looking forward and it's, to it. We're talking anime here,
0: so there, you know we're going to have people that are going to hate it no matter what. Yes,
1: um, yes.
0: Sitting at a 67 on Metacritic, and then the fan score is a 7.5. Okay. But part of that is because CNN, CNN gave it a 35. So if CNN? you care about what, if you care about what CNN thinks about One Piece, the <sighs> Netflix TV show, there's that. <laughs>
1: I didn't know CNN covers anything like that. Um, if you said four, I would from have been CNN, like cool. He did. Oh my
0: um, God. Collider <laughs> gave it a 91. Um, Hollywood Reporter gave it a 80. Empire, 80. IGN gave it a 60, which is probably just like a six out of 10. I think GameSpot gave it an eight out of ten. I,
1: See, so um, if these are mid scores, I think that's pretty good for a live action oh, yeah. like adaptation of a, an anime or a manga. For sure. So pretty cool. Well, I'm not gonna watch it until you tell me it's good.
0: So Okay. Okay. You're my barometer if you're like, eh, ah, I'm not gonna deal with it. I got too many no, shows I, to watch.
1: I, listen, I'm the wrong person because no, as right long person. as I'm entertained, right I'm gonna be like, that was cool. So I, I like I like a lot of I like. I would say 95% of the things I consume. There's very little I don't like. I'm the same way, but I won't consume it unless I really think I'm going to like it. Like the only movie I walked out of in the theaters was Zoolander and everyone likes Zoolander. But I walked out. (laughs) Um, What about the Death Note Netflix movie? How did you feel about that? Were you entertained by that? I'm going to say yes, Andrew. but listen, 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 listen. I love, <laughs> listen, I love the anime. I love the anime. I watched it and I was entertained. Would you say, would you say, Andrew, would you watch it again? I'm going to say no. Okay, good. I wouldn't say it was the worst content I ever consumed in my life. Because remember, I walked out as a Zoolander. So Death Note held my attention from beginning to end. <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Same? But that was only because we had just gotten our first 4K TV, and it was like the first one of the first things I watched in 4K. So that I was, was like, a Man, good this look, uh, Ryuk. This really- Is that
1: his name, Ryuk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was William a good Defoe. Ryuk. He, yeah, he
0: was by far the best part of that. Yeah, that was, a, that was a that was a good, good Ryuk, dying. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Any other final thoughts from you
1: before you go away forever? Forever two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Uh. No. Uh. I'm. I'm curious to read more and hear more about Starfield and maybe one day I can get this game for like 20 bucks and play it or I somehow get Game Pass and I would like to try it. I would at least like to try it, uh, but I am very uh, curious uh, about it. Well, by next Definitely week's podcast,
0: more. I will have information on how it runs at 30 frames per second. I will have to download and listen to that. All right. Sure. Well, that's going to do it. For us here, we want to thank you all for listening. If you're watching us on youtube.com right now, hit that subscribe button. Uh, hit a like, comment on what you think if Starfield is going to make the uh, game of the year nominations or not. But that's going to do it for us here. We will be with you all again next. Yeah. Oh, let's break